Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh I'm doing fantastic. I got to tell you, I had I had a delightful day. Why? You're out at the Olympia Fields? You know, it was uh there's something I you know, I haven't gone out I feel like and watched like low stress Thursday golf in a while. Like it just felt like there was nothing at stake out there, and I was just the playoffs. Was, what do you mean, low stress? <laughs> it was seventy-five degrees. Nothing. It was like there's a nice breeze. It was sunny, and it just felt so relaxing in comparison. Like I guess, like you know, the framework when you mostly attend major championships, it it just like feels like a completely different world out there. It's tight. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah, like there's no tension out there today. It was loosey goosey, and uh, and it was <laughs> delightful outside. I, you know, the weather delay really helped me out personally. I had, I had an article, a, a, a article that I had been por- uh, procrastinating for for probably about three weeks writing, and I could really sense yeah. our uh, the an- anxiety from from one of our, our colleagues about me getting this article done. And Garrett Morrison, three weeks. He told me it was July 25th, to be precise, I believe was the date that we were expecting, the Dairy Creek, <laughs> Dairy Creek course profile. You know who else was expecting it? The hottest club in town. <laughs> I mean, there's people coming through the door, and they want that Dairy Creek course profile, Andy. And they said they got, you know, we thought it was coming July. And it's like, we come, we come every night. It's a great scene. There's, you know, good music, good crowd, hot club. and But we want our Dairy Creek course profile. But you so, got it out today. So, so, so you got yeah, that, that off your The path. weather delay that caused lift clean in place. You know, I, there are so many levels of the weather delay that I appreciated, you know. That golf course is is a really great golf course, um, Olympia Field. It kind of jammed you on your point about all the weather being great everywhere in Memphis. I mean, immediately we're back to preferred lies. It's supposed to be like 70. It's supposed to be like 82 and sunny on Saturday. It does look nice. It's going to get to 87 on on Sunday. And people are like, oh, it's going to be hot. It's like, let me tell you, you that's nothing compared to what these guys are dealing with next week and last week. Um, but today it was like 74 and, and breezy. It was beautiful out for when they played golf. Yeah, sure. It's wet. It, it got great. You know, but the, the great thing about this, this golf course, it needs work done. It is so good. And it's in such a, a sorry state for what it should mm. be. And it's so frustrating you know, and one of the things that happened when they a couple years ago, because they've been they've been kicking the can around doing a renovation there. A couple years ago, there, there was just this uprising of like, we don't need to do anything. It was great. You know, 
look how hard our course yeah. was. And it was like, oh, yeah, you had like a drought and it was like perfect conditions. Yeah. And your superintendent got the keys to the course taken away from him. So it actually played firm for the you know, first time in a, a long time. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, I'm reading between the lines or maybe reading the lines. Um, the golf course needs work. It's, it's, it's renovation slash. Well, it just needs, all it needs is the, the greens and the fairways to be pushed out to where they should be. It's just a shell of itself. They're missing all the cool pins. All the cool holes locations are buried in the rough and just waiting to be restored. But it is a, it's a marvelous golf course and, uh, and a cool club. And I'm, I'm happy that they're going to have a delightful weekend and hopefully it, it, it dries out a little bit. Good, good. All right. Well, we're playing. Uh, we're playing injured today. Half speed. I apologize. This may be a quick summer. Your Wi-Fi. Your Wi-Fi, huh? My wife' hotel Wi-Fi is a disaster. Um, Could you pay? Did they let? Did they let you pay um, for the premium? No, I didn't see an option for that. I don't know where I'm. I'm in Denver. I'm excited to go to the Common Ground event tomorrow at the Fried Egg with Will. Uh, but yeah, I got no AirPods. I'm playing with these. What happened? How did you sucks. lose? How did you lose them? I don't know. So it's a recurring issue for me. Is you you like your laundry machine? Some listeners may know this. Some may not. I'm deaf basically in one ear. I'm like 95. <laughs> not, there's some stuff I can hear sounds, but I can't hear anything. I'm deaf. So I you know I, I really only want, need one AirPod. The one I always lose is the one that I actually need, my <laughs> left AirPod. Is just because I'm frequently using that more and just trying to, and I lost. So I've got one right AirPod, which is just completely useless to me because I'm deaf in that ear. Can't like, you I put it by, in? You know, can you put it in and just try oh, and see I was, if it was? I lost. Yeah, I lost it at some point on the plane, and I had it. I had the right one bent around in my left ear like a lunatic on the flight because I was desperate. But so I've got these shitty AirPods. The Wi-Fi is awful. You're on the road. So we'll get this done quickly. I'm I'm fascinated to hear more about uh, the BMW championship. I think you kind of just gave away the whole deal there when you're talking about how low stakes it felt and <laughs> going to these Thursdays at majors where everything feels tight and this just felt like... A cash grab. Everybody's happy to be there and just let me shoot what I shoot and take my check and go home. I mean, that kind of doesn't speak too highly of the playoffs, even when we talk about all these perks for getting to 50 and 30 and things like that. But uh, yeah, not the great greatest walk away uh, impression, I would say. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was delight. You know, you just it was nice. It was uh, I just I found myself early in the day. I was just like. I just sat behind a green on one of those volunteer chairs for they weren't using they weren't using them. Taking volunteer they weren't using chairs? them. They weren't you, using them. It? They weren't using oh them. Nobody God, was using Andy. the chair. And I was just sitting there. Oh. There's this great breeze. And like, you know, people are just hitting shots into a dartboard. And it was just it was delightful. A lot of rain. Roy McIlroy is the leader as we record this. We're and Brian this Harmon. Early, Brian like, Harmon and Ricky. You didn't let me finish. I was <laughs> going to interject that there may be another person that joins this party. At the moment, Ricky Fowler is 500 through 16. Brian Harmon. Um, that is, like, you know, that is the... the uh, the small ball lineup there, Rory Harmon and Ricky tied for the lead. Uh, they got the three guard lineup. They're running out there at Olympia fields. I wonder what uh, Skip Bayless thinks. 
<laughs> Fitzy. Of all people, we talked about how he'd fallen off a map. You know, we didn't think he'd ever fall out of the top 10. He shoots an early 66. I get to my hotel in, in, in uh, Denver. I turn on the TV, and he's being interviewed by Todd Lewis. I'm like, oh, must be just they want to get some Chicago recommendations because surely he didn't play well. They just want him to talk about the hometown event <laughs> and the joy to be there. And that's just kind of an honorary interview for being at home. And then they post the scores. Like, oh, he actually he played well. He bounced back with the 66. So, do you, uh, hey, I got a question. Do you think but, all the players were asking Fitzy for Chicago rep- recommendations, restaurant recommendations <laughs> coming into the week? If not, they should be. How about how about Kevin Streelman? He he's a dyed in the wool Chicagoan, not in the field. It doesn't appear, but seemed a little like uh, not super thrilled with Justin Rose getting to do the first pitch at Wrigley. He was tweeting sort of um, enviously of like uh, envious slash angry. But I guess when you're not in the field, you kind of don't kind of can't like claim about, to Justin Rose taking your spot. How about what? of all the people that get Justin Rose? Do you think he's a baseball fan? Was that no. the only guy available to go down to Wrigley? It was the Crosstown Classic. It was Cubs Sox. Yeah, good, good crowds, and yeah, yeah. And you get big event. You get Justin Rose. <laughs> yeah, I think that feels like an opportunity for the tour to try to get somebody else out there. Big, maybe I, somebody, I maybe Rose somebody a- that played baseball growing up, or you know, has some semblance of baseball knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, maybe, I know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Rose, maybe Rosie's a big baseball guy. I could be wrong. You know, I don't want to. want to. I'm assume. dubious of that. I'm dubious of that. But yeah, he I got bet if you there. put a, I bet uh, if you put a microphone in front of him, he'd say he's a big baseball guy. Uh, Lucas Glover making his run for the Ryder Cup is T23, even par at 70. You want Cam Young? You want a little a good a, first round a su- unsubstantiated rumor? Yeah. About um, about Glover, Cam Young or Glover? Uh, yeah, give me some unsubstantiated. <laughs> yeah, this is not. I mean, Glover might may be regretting that he, he's playing well again because now he's back in the crosshairs of unsubstantiated rumor Friday. This is what happens when your profile pops a little bit. You get in the crosshairs of unsubstantiated. What what do we got? So Glover, he's he's made he's won the last two events. He's made what, about five million dollars. Sedgefield and a three, I think three seven, isn't it three six, three seven from one of the playoffs are designated, I believe. Okay, lost, you know, arguably lo- might have lost all of all of his important bodily fluids in in Sunday's final round. You know, <laughs> had to be drained, had to be sure, just completely out of gas. Right, rumor, rumor right. mill. He he was spotted on a 6 a.m. flight out of Memphis, commercial flight out of no. Memphis to Chicago to on Monday. No. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Monday? He just six, won. 6 a.m. flight. million dollars. He's worse for the wear. He couldn't have felt whatever. good. You got to get up at, what, minimum 4.30 probably? Minimum Four. 4.30 for a 6 a.m. flight. He's got to check bags. Yeah. What are you doing, man? You could what may cost you two hundred dollars to move the flight back. There's got to be, you know, Chicago has a million direct flights. There's being sort of 
there's being wise with your money and, and efficient with your money. And then there's hustling backwards and playing yourself. And this is just playing yourself. You're hurting your chances. You're, you're, you're not like just, why would you, there's like leave at one o'clock, <laughs> leave a private jet Sunday night, Monday at your leisure. This seems like the worst, most unnecessary combination of everything. Pro, you know, non-private, 6 a.m. I feel bad for the guy. Where's his agent? Where's that? Where's somebody saying, like, what are you doing? Where's his wife being like, hey, you know what? Do not take that 6 a.m. flight. Why can't you move it back? Doesn't seem like you're setting maybe, yourself up to su- succeed this week. Maybe you wanted to be at Olympia Fields early on Monday and keep the grind going. I I don't know. You know That's what? New, that that can't you can't be doing that though. You won five million dollars. I flew into O'Hare the other day, and uh, I heard over the telecom that we were voted by Condé Nast Traveler. I think that's reputable, right? I don't know. That Chicago sure. Chicago was voted the best big city in America. So the only thing mm. I can think of is that maybe Glover just couldn't wait to get okay. to the best big city in America. Sure. Sure. You can find a publication to say anything these days. Do you think, do you think there's one that says on anything about right Cleveland the next day. like that? Sure. There's plenty. You, I, you this think is you to can, my point. You think you can find... Because I, I see and hear Conde all Nass, of oh, what, what is it? Like, oh, yeah. You think oh, you yeah. can Most find... Most underrated one. food scene, all this stuff. You could get them to Most say underrated? They aren't say. saying it's the best. The best big city in oh, America. I bet they could say... Okay. They could come up with something on Cleveland. Best, you know, mid-city in America. I don't know. Best paying for your bucks city in america there's all sorts of, you can get a magazine to say anything these days with the right kind of influence but, you think that you so you uh, think chicago tourism put their thumb on the scale is that what you're suggesting i don't know somebody did somebody did i'm sure yeah i mean the, what are the rankings what are the what are, like who knows like there's the market research bullshit uh, just being vomited out everywhere i god I don't know how you do it, Andy. I travel today. I don't know how you travel. Like I, I have four kids now, so I try to keep it to a minimum. It's amusing as hell. I could sit in that terminal and just do the people watching all day. I was having a blast. Of course, how do my I do it? To Denver. It's like my, my flight to Denver. I, I, I didn't even look at my ticket or where the where the uh, gate was. I just need to look for all the people look like they're going to go on a hike and the granola <laughs> crumbs all through the terminal. And I was like, that's my gate. You know, <laughs> I didn't even like. So the people watching it was fantastic. Now, of course, they probably like who's this jagoff that looks like he's going to the first tee or whatever. But um, yeah, I just don't like the trap. Then I get on the plane and you're just it's a it's a I don't know how you do it this much. I can't I, do it anymore. I'm not gonna lie. You know, my one of my favorite places to be is in the air because nobody can get a hold of me. That is true. It's my sanctuary. My was I had this woman, this woman singing hymns in my row, one seat over, not the next seat, but one. She was singing hymns. I couldn't, do, I couldn't do any work. What are you doing? Well, this is your AirPod. That's your AirPod there, problem. Yeah, get the AirPods so in. And you just you don't make eye can't contact and you just get in your zone. There's uh it just makes you feel a lot better about your intelligence level well, and, and station in life. Traveling. Did you have to fly out of Dulles? I did Dulles, yes. Oh god. Yeah. Place is terrible. I don't so much anymore. I don't know. I've gotten I've come around on Dulles. I haven't done it. I didn't do it for like a decade there, and now I've done it a bunch in the last year or so. Um, all right, let's do whip around Wednesday. 
Whip around Wednesday. Uh, we've, we've, do you want to do anything else with BMW? Am I like? I, well, we need to I watched just a guy. I, I decided to watch the just a bubble guy. Um, Spieth this early. He looks terrible on the putting green. <laughs> like it looks. Yeah, un- I thought you were going to uncomfort- say something nice. Uncomfortable. He's like waddling up to the ball and wiggling around. You think you should go to the lab putter? With, I don't know. Uh, he's hitting Lucas. it great. He's moving his play way up more safely into the, you know, instead of like last four in, he's more like the next four in. He's tw- He's gone from 27 to 23 with an open around 68. Played all right in the earliest portion of the day. Apparently he didn't want to do Man, media yeah. today. After the round? Yeah. Didn't want to talk. Did he have a bad finish or something? Bad no, it doesn't year. look. He was on like the it. range. He's he's grinding. He's been on the range. Yeah, it's like nobody on the range, but Spieth just blasting away. Looks like late. I keep covering it. So, anything else on on BMW that stuck out? Um, to you? Who'd you see? The Rory, you the Rory, uh, the Rory seventeenth hole was unbelievable. I walked over to that ball. A punch. Well, it's a horrendous lie. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. And the window, I mean, the window he took, because I was looking at it, and I was like, is he going to get TIO relief? Like, is he going to ask for TIO relief? Because, like, right by the trees were the, was the grandstand, you know? It was an unbelievable yeah. shot, and then it skipped through that bunker. Sure. That was... Over. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are... I mean, those are the types of things that happen when you win tournaments, right? Is you, you, hit, you hit a shot like that, you turn a hole where you might make a bogey into a birdie, and you know you go, you go from maybe at three over three under to five under, and you know. So just keep that in mind. You know, if this, if the much, if, yeah, much being made on Twitter of the fairways hit for him leading the tournament, but I think he's last in fairways hit, uh, which you know yeah. doesn't always tell the story of, of whether or not you have a good round. He clearly. said in the in the presser after it was interesting. He was like, I wasn't worried mm-hmm. about missing fairways because. And you saw this all day. The greens were so soft that he was like, the greens were so soft that it being in the fairway made controlling your spin really hard. And it was actually kind of an advantage to be in the rough because you, you know, you didn't have to worry about ripping it back. So it was it kind of, so he was saying, he said that he was pushing, he was just playing as aggressive as possible because he didn't mind being in the rough, which I thought was pretty, okay. pretty smart, you know? Just in yeah, general, that's so, that's a that's sort of a golf brain kind of operating, you know. But yeah. those are the golf brains that operate at higher levels. Well, like a perfect example is like his eleventh hole. Um, he hit it way. He hit it right of the. He was in a terrible spot for the flag, but the greens were so soft. He hit this flop and kept it up on the top level. He didn't make birdie, but it was like a you know he had a good look um, from a spot yeah. that normally on that hole. And firm conditions, you wouldn't have a chance to be, to be able to keep it up there from where he was. So, um, God Almighty, 
Like, how does the leaderboard not have projected FedEx? Well, you got to use the tracker. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? I got the fancy. How does their public facing? We got a long email too. Did you read that? No, I I didn't go into it this morning. The FedEx Cup. Somebody did a FedEx Cup analysis for us. We'll do it next week. Maybe we'll. Oh, yeah. I did read that. I did read that. Equipment backup. We'll do it next week. Who do you want to know? Who do you want to know about? I want to. The gala is 31. So he's projected six. 16. You got any other questions? No, just curious. It's starting. How does the leaderboard not have projected? Fitzy's projected 29. Oh, I got a couple other notes. I had some notes. I have some notes. I wrote wrote down some notes. All right. Something humorous. For whatever reason. Your low stakes. Low stakes, you know, just, stroll around uh, Olympia Fields. What are your I notes? I meant to take a picture of this, but the leaderboard would flash. You know, it, Cameron Young was obviously played well. He's T nine on the leaderboards at the course. He was he was he was shown as Young Cam, like a rapper. <laughs> I think we should call him that from that's, now on, Young Cam. That's a good note. I, li- I like that note, Andy. That's a good like, note. You want to get that on the broadcast or watching on your couch? But That's like, a good why? Note. Why like does that. it have young Cam? Why is it young Cam? Why can't it be just young? He's the only young in the field. Well, here's the right. I think it's a holdover from the other youngs that are in prior fields. So he often gets the Cam Young treatment on the board, and now we're doing young. But there's no comma. No, it just says young. It just India. said young Cam. No comma. You're the most, that's well. That's he's a bit, that's a leaderboard after your own heart. Just total abuse and neglect of the commas. <laughs> that's like right. You I think just commas shouldn't exist. Neglect. Yeah, complete I, neglect. Never learned uh, how okay. to use them. What? So I just guess. <laughs> you really do. Oh. Uh, what else is a note? Yes, you know I had this note written down. I was I was walking amongst uh, with a legend, a legend of the game out there today who's that who's that danny chops (laughs) they got him doing pga tour live for the penultimate playoffs event nothing against danny chops who's a favorite here he was going absolutely nuts on 17 when rory hit the shot like nuts shouting into his mic shouting into his mic it's just it was he was just going he was he was so over the top it was great well yeah well they got to bring their a game there's only so often you get a, a moment like that to really let it rip and apparently that's where when he decided that's a good on the ground note what, what else you got anything else glover's caddy with the dude wipes uh sponsorship now yeah Did you see that yeah tommy lamb Canterbury. Those guys yeah. grind on the greens. Like they they read the putts together. Yeah, they do. Like really grind. I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. He does the Spider-Man thing, right? Yeah, they like were the, all over. It was like a whole production, whole show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's working right now. Can't mess, can't mess with the good thing. Um, oh, this Wi-Fi is a disaster. What else did I have? What, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have anything else. Cantley and Homa right, were slowing. Uh, Cantley was slowing things up. Okay. Okay. 
You know, was uh, it Max does this weird thing with uh, with his aim point? I got to ask him what's going on with it. He does these like little like knee bends. Yeah, he does like a little pop. A little, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> it looks preposterous. He's hey, you know the. I was prob- thinking about it, God. like if you're watching this and you didn't know anything about golf, like what's this guy doing, doing these little knee bends, walking like taking little steps around the green. You know what scares me? What is uh, the next frontier and sort of this equipment like that could just bleed down into the everyday rec game is uh, shoes that are best designed for aim point. I, I have a fear that like, we're gonna start, there's going to be an R&D on like these are the best shoes for aim point. I saw Victor Hovland chose his shoes based on what performed better in aim point or what let him quote unquote feel the ground a little bit better. So that kind of scares me if something, if some sort of shoe manufacturer starts really marketing it and now you got, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry at the rec course aim pointing because some shoe marketing has convinced him to do that. So that, that, that if you're a brand that may be a, a little marketing efficiency, you could try to pop into well, that, that, that maybe, uh, maybe me. echo will be them be on the, on the <laughs> ball and we'll be all for it. You know? All right. Whip around Wednesday, the summer of blocky that just wouldn't end. Wait, it's there's not, more blocky? It's not yet labored. No, like, you know, like no, any, like any club pro this time of year, he's working hard in the shop, giving out that. No, wait, he's in Louisville setting the course record at Valhalla. He shot a 63 at Valhalla, and they're posting that this is being celebrated far and wide on PGA.com. I think I need pictures. I think Did I need just video play out there for to, a week. Like, what was the whole premise of this? God, this I is. I don't know. They did this so he comes, so they could talk about him in the telecast. Oh my God, this is an insane. Valhalla during a 2024 PGA scouting trip. It's August. (laughs) It's August. He's not in PGA for 10 months. They paid him to go down there. They had to. As well. All right. So that's the tip of the iceberg. Start pulling on that thread. What is the, uh, who attested? Are there pictures? Are there video? What is this? Is this, this oh, is, so you're calling into question. Like a false flag. I don't, yeah. Is this a content, kind of a content smoke and mirrors deal? They have the scorecard here. Of course, he writes on his, na- his scorecard, it's blocky. That's it. There's nobody else on the scorecard. There is a scorer who signed it. Um, I just have questions. Now we have content. I like that he writes blocky on the scorecard. That doesn't who, seem real. It seems who like had, something they did after the fact. Who had the course record? What? Oh, so he, he broke it tied decades long. He tied Jose Maria Olathabel. Yes, yeah. I'm sure you know yes. pl- blocky playing a casual round in August is the same as <laughs> as one of one of the great international players in the in the history of the game in the history of During the game. The- during a major championship, shooting 63. <laughs> this is insane. This shouldn't be a story. This, I love it. The summer of blocky rolls on. Uh, what else do we have? Ryder Cup uniforms are out. I just, they were like, Zach Johnson looks like a little boy. It's like <laughs> the Under Armour Speed treatment. He looks I like, mean, come like, on. 
13 year old. It never was going to look cool with, with ZJ wearing it. We just got to go back to like the captains having carte blanche to do some crazy shit. Do you think that would have turned out good? Getting, well, no, it turns out interesting because now you're just going to get horizontal stripes every time red, white, and blue. Anyways, those are out. Um, one of my favorite stories of the week Epson tour. Did you see the prizes? Gabby uh, Ruffles. Um, they give her a fax machine and she's got to stand there on the 18th green with a Epson fax machine. Like people are still faxing, using faxes and, you know, some camera that's when everybody has a phone that you use your camera for. Anyways, yeah, what a ridiculous forced uh, product placement that was. Um, I'm sure you're very excited about this. You know, this model local rule could just thwart capitalism left and right. You know, we're, we're talking about really tearing asunder the uh, R&D and, you know, being done by some of these big equipment companies really set them back, you know, could crush them. And here we have TaylorMade announcing a luxury resort. Did you see the plans for this? The luxury resort next to PGA Frisco, it's got moats, it's got water, it's got suites with hitting bays off of it. It's essentially like a top golf on steroids. All these equipment companies are looking to get into like alt products, right? You've got, you know, Callaway doing a bunch of different stuff, uh, products and business lines of business that aren't equipment at all times. But this tailor-made luxury resort just looks like a complete den of excess. And they're going to tell us that, you know, the model local rule, rule will like, you know, make them, you know, they won't have a pot to piss in if they have to, you know, come out with a new ball. That thing looks, that thing looks excessive. Although I hope, also they, I hope the largest- they, I, if they send us a media invite, I'm sending, you're send, you're going. Go. Oh, I get 4,000 words out of that. I could do that quickly uh, with, with, Glee. I, I like how they're boasting to have the largest television screen in all of North Texas. That's what it's going to have. Which I'm sure I thought that Cowboy uh, Stadium had that. Well, and I'm sure once they do that, it's going to stay their record for a long time. You know, right? The people in North Tex- Texas don't like one up in each other like that. Um, what else do we have? Uh, the European tour schedule. I couldn't make heads or tails. There's three phases. There's nine swings. I think we're just we're we're suffering from swing bloat at this point. There's too many swings. There's too many branded segments. I couldn't keep track of it. There's three phases and nine swings. Uh, it looks like a lot, but hey, they're trying to follow a little bit of uh, the I don't know the the, the PGA Tour model uh, of different ways to play your way in and out and stuff like that. Um, what else do we have? Oh, live. On paper, this seems cool, but this is like the the classic live thing. Live is set to introduce a transfer window and trade wow. deadline. We call it call this the Wolfie window, basically, because he just got he's a prisoner of Team Smash. But so maybe this is the Wolfie uh, the Wolfie effect. You know how they have the um, the Stepien rule or whatever yeah. in the NBA or something like that. Now this would be the Wolfie rule. Uh, they're set to introduce a transfer window and trade deadline this next year. But in typical live fashion, next sentence, this is Golf Digest, the exact setup has yet to be finalized. But maybe, apparently, um, this has always been in the plans. Always. Before it was scrapped for the time being. More important matters took priority. The plan at the moment, 
like all this qualify like this is like us when we talk about how we're going to you know Mallorca for a senior tour event or things like that oh we're gonna go to the sanderson the live just like says they're gonna do things and then there's like a 50 50 chance they ever come so it sounds cool in theory a trade deadline and a transfer window and, and peter uline had some quotes to sports illustrated about it peter, all the he's unhappy he's unhappy but- No, he just said all the other sports do it. Why shouldn't we? The whole thing is conceptual. They just throw shit out there and then people write about it. Maybe 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 Blocky's going to transfer in. They're going to figure out a way to extend the lifespan of Blocky. The blocky mania as much as they possibly can. I don't don't think Blocky's ever... I think he's. I think we've got like four <laughs> four years. I you know we hypothesized <laughs> next year's PGA was going to be then. I I don't think it's ever ending. Uh, Noah, it's, Noah. it's never ending. Um, all right, let's get to SGS golf advice. The email. Oh, I have I have a I, I have a s- question for you. With we're on golf advice. Yeah. What? Okay, SGS Golf Advice is the email. We got a bunch of them, folks. I want you to know we see them. We're getting through them. If we don't read them immediately, we had some requests to not read them immediately because they didn't want bosses to find out or listeners like, give me a few weeks before you read this because uh, you could be listening. But we, we will get to them. There's a bunch of good ones. We appreciate you sending them. All right, what's your question for me? Do you think I'm supposed to meet a, a mutual friend at a nice hotel? Do you think I could wear my Crocs? A long um, day in my t- in my shoes. And it's just, what's the alternative? Well, I just keep wearing my shoes. Tennis shoes? They're like they're like Nike. Uh, you know, they're fa- they're sneakers. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're yeah. trendy shit. Trendy Nike sneakers. Uh, trendy maybe. I just um, I want I want shorts or pants. I'm gonna be wearing pants. I want to get some air. I want to get get some air in my in my feet. What color are the Crocs again? They're blue. (laughs) I was gonna say, are they like bright white or yellow or something like that? Like my kids are at the pool. Um, If they're a subtle tone that could blend in, I I don't know. I don't think you should. (laughs) I don't think you should. Especially as it sounds like the the function you're going for is to air your stinky ass feet out all day. No, I've been I, through they the are stinky. But they, my feet well, don't smell. Why are you about air I just want I want them to get a little air. You know when you have your shoes on all day, like you just want to get a little air. I wouldn't wear your Crocs. All right, that's, I, I don't think it'd be the biggest. Uh, I would. I'd advise against it. All right, is that your question for me? Really? That was it, huh? That's it. Um, That's it. I've been wondering. I was, I'm looking at them. I brought them. Brought you know. I've been trucking them around with me just so I can I can get the moments of my favorite shoes. My favorite non echo right, shoes. Question. This is a question. <laughs> Shill. I. This is a good question for you. It's not in the golf advice, but this is the week to get it off with you in Chicago. Event in Chicago. Andy is a man of the midway. This is from Stephen PA. Andy as a man of the midway. What's the story with Malort? I know this doesn't pertain to golf, but I can frame it in that context if, if you want. Is there ever a time I should treat my lord on the golf course? As a non-Chicagoan, I would interject no, but you, I'll let you interject there with your own answer in a minute. I'm always intrigued by regional drinks and spirits. I've heard it's as pungent as Fernet. I was going to quickly cite Fernet. Uh, but really, is there ever a time, place, or need for the staple of Chicago? Um, I'll let you go. So, I mean... Malort. 
Malort's terrible. Should we explain to people what what it is? It's a very dark, <laughs> it's a dark uh, you, black licorice type. Yeah, it's it's a thing. You come to Chicago, and you know you're gonna people are gonna be like, "Have you had Malort?" <laughs> and you're gonna have it, and you're gonna immediately want to spit out your drink. It's fucking terrible. Why am I having? It's awful. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, Malort has like no place in this world. My wife likes Malort. She likes Fernet too. It's weird. Fernet. It's uh it, but it's awful. There is no there is no place for Malort. It's just it's just a it survives because of how bad it is, honestly. And and then people get into like the regionality of it and it just becomes a thing. Yeah, that, there's a lot of regional staples like that, I would say. Skyline chili, something like that. All right. Um all right, this is an interesting one. It's a it's this a from James. Basque liqueur. Okay, so it's from Europe. Yeah, comes to us from Europe, but it's just Swedish immigrant. Swedish immigrant started it. Okay, Uh, this is a good one from James. I'm reaching that point in my life where I might be able to pull off a proper golf trip. The problem is I'm the only golf sicko in my group of friends. I've pitched it once or twice, and it just seems like a non-starter. They all have perfectly understandable budgetary and scheduling concerns regarding a golf-oriented trip like Band in Scotland or wherever. So my question is this. Somewhat of a radical but interesting question. Is it worth going it alone? I have no qualms playing with whoever I land with on the tee sheet. I've had a blast with complete strangers countless times, but I'm wondering if you have any thoughts or advice regarding doing a solo trip like this. For those listening who are rolling their eyes, I'd like to think I'm a pretty chill guy. As someone who who tries to play weekly, usually paired with random groups, I'm confident saying I've never been the focus of a, they paired us with some insane signal story. After all, I'm 37, and even though I have no kids, I'm not interested. I'm also not interested in fighting. <laughs> 37, no kids, also not interested in fighting still. Um, that's right. Maybe that's so, what everybody needs to write in. Their age, their, 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 oh, we've their, their got ch- child several status, emails this week. and whether they're interested or not in fighting. We got a lot of emails about being hit into and over about, you know, whether they were 37 and interested in fighting or not. Are but, there, were there any, um, was there anybody interested in fighting? Yes, there is one. There is one. Maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we'll hold off. I mean, it. I think it's okay. What do, what, do, what do you think? I think I, I would, I would say, oh. I don't think I, I wouldn't do Bandon. I would do Scotland. Just go. If you're going to do this, go for it. Go, go all the way. Just, you know, just launch yourself into a faraway land. People tr- do tr- international trips by themselves. That's normal. This is normal. It's nor- It would be absolutely normal to go play, do a big Scottish trip. Like People go on individual trips like backpacking through Europe by themselves. You know what sure. I did? I went and, and went to Scotland. The great thing about that is you get to play all the courses you want to play. You get to go to anything you want to do. You don't ever have to waste a morning curtailing to somebody else who wants to do something that tired. you don't want to do. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm tired. I don't want to play this round. Guess what? You don't have to, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'm uh, Maybe I'm recently influenced by your tales of the, your day out solo at Will's wedding and how just glorious that sounded. It's now, amazing. That's a little like you're extrapolating this to a week long or whatever it is trip. I mean, there. Are, look, 
there are gr- there's great appeal and virtue in this from what I what I could see. No, that's not to say like it's also not worth to go with the group and the bonding and the camaraderie and the you know lifetime of memories you may get from that. I see the side. I I I would not foreclose both options. I would absolutely pursue this. You're suggesting not banded. Maybe you start small or not small, but different, you know, se- selective. No, selective. just go small for it. Small, just go for just it. Go. Jump off the cliff. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Maybe go to Australia. Like Maybe go to Japan. <laughs> Maybe go to New Zealand. <laughs> don't, don't even settle for Scotland. Go all the way. <sighs> I mean, right. Scotland's pretty awesome. This is the thing of... about the thing about Scotland too is the people are so friendly. Like you might oh, end up yeah. finding I yourself mean, in like games with like with legends of the game, totally. like like Andy Crummy. Oh, our guy Crummy, absolute <laughs> legend. This guy, I don't I know mean, if we ever yeah, told this story. Better for that, we played at Cullen. Cullen, I'm sure um, we've told this story. I don't know who we did. On us I don't know, I think we told this story. So we played at Gullen. Okay. Gullen is like what's known about Gullen. It's got this massive hill that you have to climb. It's like what people so like high. detract. It's like a huge hill. It's like a mountain that you have to go up. Of. Yeah. Gullen Hill is what it's called. <laughs> so all the so courses crummy, are off and around it. Crummy's this great guy. He's, you know, he's not as young as us. He's not like an old guy. Incredible, but he's incredible uh, wit. Yeah, so we're playing, and he's like, we're there. The seventh, I think it's the seventh or eighth hole at Gullen. Is you get to the top of the hill, and it's this majestic view. And little did we know, Crummy had been carrying like six to eight beers in his bag. That was a lot. Entire way up the hill. This is a huge hill. Like we got to the top and he just like busted out like a six pack of beer. And we're talking like, you know, an hour, 20 minutes into our round and multiple hikes up and down and around the hill at that point. Yeah. And like we would have carried, we would have helped out. We could have easily put some beer in our bag. Yeah, that was a great. I mean, what a chap! What a great person, Andy Crummy. And but then yes, th- that's the. And then he came to our place and that. drank more beers. He was the best. Great host. So great you company. You meet that's just the kind great of people. people. You can meet. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah, I think you. I think you go alone. Just yeah, Ireland, Scotland, yep. one of those two places, and just go. All right, we'll go less serious and less virtuous with this one. Uh, bad company you're paired up with. And I don't know that we have advice. This was just amusing that people out there like this exist. Own golf cart guy vigilante is the subject line. I recently went out for what I thought would be a quiet nine-hole round at a local golf course as a father of three young kids. Anytime I can get a hall pass for that, uh, I look forward to it. However, this time I wish I would have stayed home. Showing up as a single, the course put me with the threesome of what appeared to be a man about my age, his wife, and a gentleman in his mid-50s who brought his own cart. So that's not a push cart. It's a cart. Not just How do any you get cart, it? Wait, was, is it residential? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This guy seems like into his cart, as you'll hear. Not just any cart. The cart was bright red, had a light-up Bluetooth sound bar, lifted suspension, black leather seats, everything. He had Fleetwood Mac station blaring the entire time. I don't mind Fleetwood Mac, but if it's going to be played during a round of golf, I would prefer to the volume that 
the group three fairways over can hear, not at that volume. On top of that, this guy was intense. He had a giant cart bag, had four dozen balls packed with three sets of rain gear in his cart bag. Three sets of rain gear? It's August in northern Utah. It hasn't rained for a month, and he's got three sets of rain gear in his cart bag and his bright red cart. He was filled with advice on how to play faster and swing tips, too. Sounds like the worst human ever. Opposite of crummy. To top it off, as we're hitting our drives on the ninth hole, he proceeds to drive his cart back the previous green and berate teenagers who he claims drove into a bunker on the previous hole. Nobody in our group saw the incident, but he swears it happened. The two boys who were playing with their dad denied this. He insists they are lying, asked them to respect all caps, his golf course. The altercation ends with the man driving away in his big red cart, Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> echoing from his cart speaker, and the father of the boys yelling, stay the fuck away from my kids. <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of our group <laughs> wished we could hide ourselves behind this overstuffed bag. We were so embarrassed. My question for you is, what is the proper etiquette for using your own golf cart at a golf course and correcting what you deem as disrespect for the golf course, whether you own it or not? Well, first of all, we have zero I don't even understand what this question is about. I, that's, I knew that. I just wanted to talk about the Fleetwood Mac and his red cart. Um, I have no advice on owning a going golf cart etiquette because you shouldn't own your own golf cart. I feel it's like certainly if you, not a big, bright red one. If you're in one of those golf course communities and everybody with around in carts like don't they they generally have to be pretty uniform all, right or the i guess the villages are all different right the villages yeah, have it's, like it's their opposite they're souped up with their own little flair and all sorts of little decals and touches on them as far as i understand i don't know the golf carts so i think the big thing is well. you just have to wave when you drive by somebody if you're in one of those golf cart communities yeah yeah or Everybody waves. I mean, isn't swinging not to be a swinger's pod? That's what they probably. That's how they signal it. Probably via golf cart and pineapples, um, pineapples, gnomes, yeah, and golf carts. All that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where you draw the line at, at screaming at somebody for disrespect for a golf cart. Of course, it's really well, got to be visible because you're going out on a limb there. He's driving a golf cart on a course in a way that's disrespectful to the golf course. You're putting on unneeded wear and tear. He could walk. Save the wear and tear. There you go. He's being disrespectful uh, himself. Gonna, you got to go. We're going to do... We're gonna do I got to um, go get my oil, my car's oil changed again. You know? No, no. Come on. All right. Let's do uh, one more. God, I got to find it. Okay. This is a good one. There's so See, many. This good is ones. the we'll difference between the a Clevelander one. and a Chicago. A Chicago and you don't understand, you know, in a big city, it takes time to get across it sometimes. Oh, that's bullshit. Get the hell out of here. Um, we have a great overclub challenge one I'll save for next time. All right. This is from David. I want to keep this somewhat uh, anonymous because I don't want to get him in trouble. This has been the best golf summer of my life. I've moved to a plus four and won several tournaments. Congrats to you. Blank, blank city mid-am. Big city mid-am. This major one qualifies me for a prestigious blank match play team event between multiple golf associations. This year, it's at a uh, very prominent, nice course. I just, I don't know if he wants this all out. Yeah. Unfortunately, my wife has informed me that we have a wedding on this weekend that we have RSVP'd for. One of her college friends we have not seen in at least five years. She knows very little about golf, so she has no sense of how much an honor it is to play for this team match play event. Her question was, what do you get? So far, sounds like something my wife would much. say. 
So far, I've pushed back on going to this wedding, but I lost the upper hand after my family traveled, I assume his extended family, traveled to Italy and we couldn't go because I used all of my vacation days on tournaments. So a real mid-am, he's used all his vacation days Stop. on tournaments. I may never qualify for this, this team event again. Do I hold strong or suck it up and go to the wedding? Listen, I... This is a this is a marriage capital thing, right? You've burned a lot of marriage capital. It sounds like didn't go to Italy because you didn't have the vacation days. And you're having a great events. summer. I I don't know if you have kids. Like this is a completely different st- question if it's kids or not kids. Because if you have kids, you've probably spent a lot of time away from your kids getting better at golf. It seems like you're you know. So I I'd, I'd say that's another thing. Like the vacation sounds like that's a bad thing. I would just. You know, I think like I, I I have a feeling I can sympathize on how much this means to you. And I think that you need to, you need to just have a frank conversation with your wife about how much this means to you. Like, if this is not seen the college friend in five And this years. is not, and it's not, it's not your college friend. It sounds like it's her college friend. Right. And I, and I right. can say, and I think you just say, listen, like I know you don't understand this, but this is like this means a lot. Oh, that's don't phrase it that way. Don't, don't phrase, phrase it that I way. You don't understand that. Yeah, right. I, I like you need yes. to just you need to um place an emphasis on how much this means to you because I I can I probably understand how much it means to you and like this is a huge achievement. Congratulations. And like, yes, you should, you should, uh, you're absolutely in your right to want to play in it. This sounds like a, a situation that, you know, if it was like your, your wife's uh, brother's wedding, I might be like, you know, you're in a tough spot here, but I think this, yeah. this, this works. All right. We'll uh, keep an eye out for David maybe, and Mason. Dixon maybe like, I, I think maybe you should, um, maybe you should, uh, do uh like set her up like on the wedding weekend with like massage in the morning like like kind of like do the nines on that and be like listen like you're gonna have an awesome time with your friends i set this whole weekend up i really want to play in this like show her how much you want to play in it by doing something nice for her okay all right. I, I, I yeah. I mean, convey something that that's very meaningful to you, uh, even if she doesn't, as you say, she doesn't understand golf or un- understand has an interest in it. But yeah, convey how meaningful it is to you. All right, that does it for this Friday episode. Uh, everyone, enjoy your weekends. Hey, thank you guys for your continued support of this podcast. We appreciate it. Town, the Friday <laughs> golf community. Uh, we really appreciate it. Excited to see some of you tomorrow at Common Ground. Um, are you done going to Olympia Fields? I, I got, got a wedding. I got a, so I got a, I got a three-year-old birthday tomorrow, and uh, and oh, yeah, happy birthday to Josie. Yeah, and then I got a, I got a, oh God, <laughs> you know, I, I, he may, may or not, may not, boy? may or may not listen to this. So this, it's like a wedding. It's not a, it's an engagement party. But he, te- he texted us all like, hey, like I'm, I'm doing a tiny wedding. None of you are invited. I, it's a college buddy. So now ever all my college buddies are going down to this thing. And he and he was like formal. It's like, you know, he's saying like suits, you know. And uh yeah. today we found out it's outdoors in St. Louis. 
I mean, this is like prime Bell might, Reef three years ago. Remember that? I like might, a Bell I Reef, might, 100 degrees. Might look like Lucas Shoot. Glover on Saturday. <laughs> oh, good luck. Good luck with that. So you probably won't be back out at the BMW. Well, I, I don't know. I might come back on Sunday. I'm just, I'm trying to decide. Just, just sweat out the hangover uh, at uh, at Olympia, or I might play golf. I, I, I have, I'm planning to play golf in in St. Louis right now. So, okay, all right, all right. Well, enjoy your weekend. Looking forward to seeing some of you at Denver on Friday or at Common Ground on Friday. Uh, appreciate your support. We'll talk to you on Monday.